Through innovation, academic excellence, and family-centered clinical care, Children's Mercy Kansas City is transforming outcomes for children around the world. Welcome to the audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Our topic today is intestinal rehabilitation, a multidisciplinary approach to care. My guest is Dr. Joe Lim. Dr. Lim is a pediatric gastroenterologist and director of nutrition support, and he specializes in intestinal rehabilitation. Dr. Lim, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me to uh, uh, give this uh, uh, um, interview today. Sure. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Well, let's start. Let's start off with this intestinal rehabilitation. What exactly is that? What does that mean? Well, intestinal rehabilitation is uh, basically we're trying to rehabilitate children uh, who have lost the function of their small bowel. It means that uh, they cannot actually um, absorb nutrients by mouth uh, because of some underlying um, problem. When I say by mouth, it's through the intestinal tract too. And therefore, we try to uh, rehabilitate these patients so that they can use their gut again to absorb food. So... Basically, and, these kids don't uh, eat anything by mouth. They are completely fed through the vein. And so what are some of the conditions that, that lead to that and, and, and you know, require intestinal rehabilitation? Most of these patients end up having uh, resections uh, during their uh, infancy, like uh, the most common would be necrotizing enterocolitis and uh, uh, other uh, uh, ones would be congenital like uh, gastroschisis. Uh, intestinal atresias, and sometimes motility disorders like Hirschsprung's disease, those that are uh, pretty extensive. And so the goal of intestinal rehabilitation, as you said, is to get the, the small bowel to do its job, basically, right, to function and absorb the nutrients. What, so what kind of time frame are we talking about here? Obviously, this is critical, right? You're talking about a, a child who is growing in, in, in every sense of the word, right, or needing to grow in every sense of the word and really need that nutrition. So what type of outcomes have you had with this? What kind of time frame are we looking at to get the bowel working again? Okay, well, uh, most of the patients that we get are those who have had extensive resections of their bowel. Most of them have lost maybe 50 to 70%. We even have patients who only have 10 to 20 centimeters of small bowel left. So the time frame in rehabilitating uh, these patients can take months to even years. Uh, we even have patients who have been on uh, uh, what we call total parental nutrition for the past uh, three or four years, and uh, but we have a very we have very good outcomes. We have patients who have uh, had 20 centimeters of small bowel, even with five centimeters of colon B weaned off total parental nutrition, and they're completely fed through the through, through the mouth now or through a G tube, but enterally fed. So we uh, have a very a good success rate in trying to uh, uh, actually uh, rehabilitate these patients, and we do it with a multidisciplinary team. So, so why don't you run through run through exactly how you rehab the intestines here? What what is the actual process um, to, to to eventually get the bowel to function better? What what actually happens during um, you know a patient's care? Okay, so they start off be having surgery or being born with a congenital problem that their gut doesn't uh, function. So what we typically do is we treat, uh, feed them through the veins through uh, total parental nutrition. Once they are stable enough, then we actually start feeding them very slowly, usually 
from 1 ml an hour to 2 ml an hour until we get to a point that we are able to take them off uh, total parental nutrition. And of course, we're waiting for their bowels to adapt and stimulating their bowels slowly also um, helps in uh, rehabilitating these patients. And of course, we also have medications that help us and also sometimes if uh, need be surgical procedures that will also um, lengthen their bowel. These are all in our armamentum to actually help in these patients. One other key thing too is the type of uh, nutrient that we actually feed these patients. They're on specialized formulas initially so that they can absorb these um, um, nutrients uh, more efficiently. So who's actually involved in all this? You know, we're calling this a multidisciplinary approach. Who, who's involved in the intestinal rehabilitation? Oh, okay. Well, that's a very interesting question. We have uh, a lot of uh, persons involved. And uh, before I start, I would like to uh, let you know that studies have actually shown that uh, to have a good success rate, most of these patients need to be uh, plugged into an intestinal rehabilitation program. So most uh, these programs usually consist of a uh, pediatric gastroenterologist like me, a pediatric surgeon, a pharmacist that will take care of the TPN, a dietitian or nutritionist that will take care of the um, uh, ca- caloric needs, we have a, a nurse that specializes in uh, um, in central lines, G tubes, and um, uh, feeding apparatuses that you know would be needed uh, by these patients. We also have a uh, a nurse um, practitioner to help uh, take care of these patients, and we have a social worker uh, that helps with the uh, um, um, the social needs of these patients, and more importantly. We are one of the major centers that have their own psychologists because we have realized that these are very sick patients that actually have a lot of uh, stress uh, in the patient itself and also in the family. And uh, the way intestinal rehabilitation is uh, going right now, most of these patients who have had death sentences like three or four years ago are now having chronic diseases. So they are now expected to live, and therefore they have a lot of uh, uh, stress factors, and uh, we have seen that psych- a psychologist really helps in having them cope up with this chronic disease, not only them, but also their family. So so, so backing up, be- before there was this type of multidisciplinary approach, in, in which you just said, right, the studies show that, that this does improve outcome quite significantly, right? What, what, what was the outcome prior to this for these patients? Well, most of these patients would actually end up being transplanted, which is actually part of uh, uh, of, um, of intestinal rehabilitation, but a lot of them don't survive. Uh, most of them would have, uh, they end up uh, dying from line infections, dying from liver disease, which are also complications of these kinds of patients. So uh, in the past, you know, a uh, couple of years, we've actually been able to rehabilitate more and more patients and shorter, shorter bowels. And, and and the outcomes obviously improve, so we're seeing less deaths from the liver disease, the infections, et cetera, right? What, what, so is this is this approach, this multidisciplinary approach that you guys are doing at Children's Mercy, is this becoming the the model for other uh, medical centers throughout the country? Yes, this is, uh, well, there are uh, a very few um, intestinal rehabilitation programs that are currently um, uh, um, in the United States, and we are one of the uh, uh, um, the intestinal rehabilitation programs that are, you know, having a good success with our uh, patients. And we do collaborate with all the other different centers too, because this is a very small field that, you know, most of us are uh, all 
working with each other to actually uh, help these patients. Well, Dr. Lim, I want to thank you for the work that you're doing um, in the Intestinal Rehabilitation Center at Children's Mercy, and I want to thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics of Children's Mercy, Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.